Hi there, my name is Katherine Guidry. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am a wedding photographer and today I'm gonna to be sharing with you some great ways to save money in your photography business, especially if you are in those early stages. Before we dive into the content, if you're interested in downloading our free posing or pricing guide, be sure to visit the descriptions in the links below. Okay, so let's dive in. So you're starting your business or maybe you're even a few years in and you're looking for ways to save money. That is my goal of this video is to help you do just that. My first tip for you would be to look to find out if there's the possibility of renting gear. So for example, when I started my business, there was a business down the street from me. It was called the Camera Center and they rented cameras, which was amazing. So rather than me having to invest thousands of dollars right out the gate to get all the gear that I needed, I was able to spend a couple hundred dollars and rent the gear in order for me to photograph my first wedding and sessions. If there's maybe not a local spot or a friend that you can rent from, there are online options as well. I know even for film cameras, you can go to contactsrental.com and you can rent a contacts to see if you like it before you buy it. And that's another great thing, right? Like before you actually invest all that money in camera gear for the long haul, you get to test it out and make sure you really like it. When it comes to purchasing gear, one of the ways that you can save yourself thousands of dollars is to do your research. It's commonplace for people to share, oh, I shoot with this and this is my favorite lens and this is my favorite camera body, but you guys have to keep in mind that everyone is different. This is an art and photography is subjective. So for some photographers, they may love a smaller point and shoot, direct flash approach. Some may love a buttery, creamy contacts film aesthetic, some like the tack sharp digital files, it really just depends. So when you're trying to figure out which gear to purchase, reference your own needs, your own preferences and the art that you like to create and also do research, reading, testing out gear. You know, even at this point of photographing weddings for almost 15 years, whenever I am looking to buy something. So recently I was considering switching from Nikon to Sony. I actually borrowed a friend's camera, I tested it at a rehearsal dinner and a wedding, and I was able to compare the images side by side. That allowed me to really decide which camera setup is gonna be best for my preferences, my aesthetic, and the colors, and the flow, and speed, and all the things that I really liked. So do your research. Another gear tip is gonna be to only buy what you need, and it doesn't have to be the best, right out the gate. So if you're in the early stages or maybe you don't have the money to buy the best Nikon or Canon or Sony or whatever Fuji lens that you can possibly get, start out with what you need. Once you're able to acquire the funds, then you can step in and purchase the gear that you would like and that will up a level your photography. There is definitely a difference in gear. You know, even a few stops in aperture can make a huge difference in terms of speed and you know, bokeh and all the things. And for example, I did a comparison of my 51.2 and my 51.8 here on YouTube. But you know, when it comes to gear, you don't have to start with the best if you don't have the funds. And that's really the approach that I've always taken was really a grassroots debt-free approach. I stand behind that. I don't think you have to overextend yourself. In fact, I just, before I started recording this, 
I actually came across an article from a photographer who posted on Facebook that she forgot her memory cards at an event and ended up photographing with her iPhone 14 in RAW. And honestly, like that was a great strategy. She was in a remote place. She didn't have the option to go. And I mean, like that's what she had, right? She used what she had. And I think that's the point is to use the resources that you have and to not overextend yourself. Camera websites like KEH, Amazon, eBay, you can find used gear and even ask around. Like I've had people reach out to me and say, hey, are you selling any Nikon gear? So ask around, check on the forums before you spend all the money because you know gear really does hold its value and you can save a lot of money buying and selling used gear. Okay, so if someone asked me, what exactly do I need to photograph a wedding, like the base amount of gear that I need, I would say to get a camera with dual card slots so that you can back up the two cards, you're not doing overflow, but one's literally writing the identical images to the other. And then on top of that camera, I would put a 24 to 70 or whatever the comparable lens is that like, you know, kind of mid-range zoom of the brand of your preference that's at a fixed aperture of something like f2 or f2.8 and a speed light. This combination really and truly can get you through 90% of weddings pretty well. Are there, you know, better options potentially for some aspects of the day? Yes, but that was not the question. The question was what exactly do you need to shoot that very first few events? And that would be what I would suggest. When you're shooting, I would also suggest that if you don't have a second photographer that you do have some form of backup gear. But if you have a second photographer with you photographing that day, then you know technically you do have backup gear on hand. If one of the cameras goes out or one of the lenses, then you do have that other camera. When it comes to education, that is something that I invested very heavily in. I believe firmly in the power of education. We have an amazing education shop at catgeducation.com that you can check out for more resources. But even before you do that, I want you to poke around on our YouTube, poke around on our podcast. There's a ton of free information out there as well. And there are other photography educators that are great, that do a good job that you can learn from for free. Then once you find the educator that you really love, that you trust, that you feel like you're getting good value from, then maybe look into their paid options. So start, learn everything you can that's free. There's so much information out there. When I started my business, I learned a ton off of blogs, reading books, even books have so much information. I know it's not as fun as listening to a video, but I think that there's so much information out there. So get that education and then look into those paid memberships like the Wedding Photography Society or workshops or conferences or whatever maybe piques your interest from there. Okay, there are four things that I would highly suggest that you do invest your money in early on. So the first one is gonna be your website. Your website is gonna be where people land in your imagery catalog, they get to know who you are, they are going to learn about your process and contact you. We use a software program called ShowIt. I do have an affiliate code that gives you a discount of 10%. That code is magic at sign up. Show It is amazing. I have a whole video dedicated to why I love Show It specifically, but that would be my go-to. There are other resources out there that you can use to build your website like Wix, Squarespace, but we've just loved Show It for a variety of reasons. Regardless of who you start with, you want that landing page for people to see your work, to learn more about you and to build that trust before they reach out. The second thing is gonna be a client management system. 
We use a program called Dubsado. Again, I'm gonna put a code here for you. It's Catherine G, that'll give you 20% off. Dubsado is great for your contract signing, for your invoicing, for keeping track of your calendar. Uh, we store all of our canned emails in there and just managing clients, that's what it's for. It's so that you can go back and reference, okay, this client, when did they book? And what are the emails that we have sent to them? Is their contract in there? I need to re-reference, did we include this in their contract or was that changed after the fact? So having a client management system is really gonna help you, especially as you start to get busier. I always say it's interesting that the first you know, year or so when you're not as busy, you don't feel the need to have these things because you don't really have a big roster of clients yet but you almost want to get these things set up before you get busy so that when you do start to have a lot of clients coming in the door that you already have your back end streamlined and ready to go. The third thing that you're gonna to wanna to invest in is going to be an accountant. I cannot stress this enough. As you start your business, you're gonna to wanna to understand sales tax, what's your like you know regions ruling on that, how often you have to pay, and then of course your annual tax filing. Is your business set up properly? Are you invoicing and expensing things out from the correct accounts? All of this is really big and is eventually going to save you thousands of dollars when you have that relationship. And when you're in that early you know, part of your business, it can feel a little intimidating and nerve wracking, but I can assure you the right accountant will take you on and help you and build that relationship. I still remember one of my very first meetings with my accountant. I think I asked him what a deposit was because I didn't know. So just know that we all have to start somewhere. The best time to start is now. The best time to start is in those early years. We actually just went through, I believe it's called an unemployment audit for the business where we had to gather a bunch of information on our subcontractors and the, those who we send 1099s out to, which my accounting firm helps me with my 1099s. If you're listening to this and you're like, what is this? This is why an accountant is so helpful. But when we did get audited for that, we were able to reach out to our accounting firm and they were able to quickly get us all the documents that we needed within the day. So it is so valuable having that help. And the fourth thing that you're gonna to want to have set up is gonna be an image sharing system. We also did just recently do a episode on that. We use PicTime and Zenfolio to share images with our clients for different reasons. We use them both, I love them both for different reasons, but you wanna have a way to you know, host your images once they're edited and share them with your clients. Some give you the ability to print, and download and all of the things. So I highly recommend those four things as things you'll wanna invest in, those softwares that you'll wanna keep on going early on. Okay, I'm gonna put up a slide here that's gonna have a series of discount codes. I'm gonna read those off to you. So for just a moment, my face is gonna go away, but that's gonna take up the whole screen. And on there, we have discount codes for the softwares that I love and mention. Also one that I didn't mention is Chase Bank. You're gonna wanna set up a bank account for your business, that's going to be so helpful to keep your personal and your business accounts separate and those expenses and deposits want to be separated out. At the end of the year, when you go to do your taxes, it's gonna be so helpful. So on the slide here, you're gonna see, show it the discount code of MAGIC will give you 10% off. Dubsado, that code's Catherine G for 20% off. Pick time is 634KLW, that will give you one free month. And then here is a link kind of a long one, but if you wanna 
you know, look down at the description. We'll be sure to include that in the description as well. And that will give you bonus when you sign up at Chase. So I hope that's helpful. These codes are affiliate codes, which means that if you're finding this valuable and helpful, that we do receive a small commission upon sign up. But the great thing is that it's kind of a win-win for both of us because you'll get a discount and then we get a small commission. And thank you for supporting us as well. Remember that you don't have to have everything all at once. I totally can identify with the feeling that setting up a business can be very overwhelming. I have been there and I know that feeling all too well. Just take it one thing at a time. If you're building out a website, that could take you two months, you know, and then go on to set up your client management system, which could take you another two months. It's not all going to happen overnight. And I think that's the beauty of the early years is you're constantly working, you're constantly building. And then you look back and you're like, wow, look at all the things that I've done and look at the setup that I've created for my business. I need you to really focus on spending your time building your portfolio and your network. Ultimately, those two things are going to really push your business to the next level. They're going to get you the trust that you need for people to hire you and the referral base. So, you know, gas money to attend a networking event or a styled shoot, reaching out to people for collaborations and just to touch base. Those things go so far in your business and will help you become known in your network. Oftentimes, especially in this day and age, it's very easy to stay home and, you know, not get out or not, you know, want to get dressed for these events. But like, honestly, it is so worth it to put yourself out there and get the business going, get your name out there and build your portfolio and your network. So the last thing that I'm going to leave you with is to put your time and your money where you're going to see the most return. And also just a reminder, when you're looking at people who are already established in their business, remember that oftentimes those people have been in the industry for over a decade, sometimes 15, 20, 25 years. And when you really think about them working every single day towards that goal, that's a long time. So continue to take your business one day at a time and just be encouraged by the fact that every day you're showing up for yourself and you're doing more. You're one step closer to your goals. So keep going. If you have any questions at all, please don't forget to leave those questions in the comments. I would love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe and I will see you in the next episode.